When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Dr. Laurie Santos. In a world that sometimes feels uncertain, there are beacons of hope in your neighborhood. Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network. We believe that the people living all around you are your best bet at creating meaningful social bonds and preparing you for the next big weather event. Whether it's lending a helping hand to a neighbor in need or standing together in times of natural disaster, Neighbor to Neighbor empowers you to grow your community. Visit caneighbors.com to learn how you can build a more connected community. Neighbor to neighbor. It takes a neighborhood. Hi, this is Will Friedle. In a world that sometimes feels uncertain, where communities can be disconnected, there are beacons of hope in your neighborhood. Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network. They believe that the people living all around you are your best bet at creating meaningful social bonds and preparing you for the next big weather event. Whether it's lending a helping hand to a neighbor in need or standing together in times of natural disaster, Neighbor to Neighbor empowers you to grow your community. Visit caneighbors.com to learn how you can help build a more connected community. Neighbor to Neighbor. It takes a neighborhood. Uh, the Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Raggio Mercantile Shop and the Raggio Custom Call Shop. They're here together here in Raymond, Mississippi. So you get ready for dove season. And then um, duck season will be here before you know it. It is the uh, Mercantile Shop for Gentlemen here in Raymond, Mississippi on the square. Good morning. Welcome in. The show is also driven by your next Ram truck at MacHikeAndFlowood, MacHikeFlowood.com. Our guests join us on the Yingling Lager guest line. This is the Out of Bounds Show. I'm your host, Bo Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We welcome in Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com, um, NFL Insider, and Steve is with us. Steve, uh Looks like a devastating blow for the Dallas Cowboys with Tyron Smith going down with a leg injury. Uh, talk about how good a player he is and what that could mean for the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, Tyron Smith is incredible. You know, he's just battled injuries over the last few years. So he was um, kind of on his way to being one of the, the elite tackles in football. When he's healthy, he is, you know, as far as pure pass protection as a run blocker, pretty much everything that he brings to the table. Um, I know for Cowboys fans, there's there's a few memories of, hey, Tyron Smith is out, and Dak has, well, Adrian Claiborne had like six sacks against him and all this stuff against the backup, and, well, third string. Um, so, yeah, you can kind of see the effect on the offense as well. And, um, you know, I think the unfortunate part, too, with, with Tyron Smith, there was a point where, you know, he was a lead in 2014, 15, 16, had all the injury issues, barely played in 2020. But last year, he was kind of back to himself, missed time as well, but um, back to a 90-plus PFF grade, which is elite. And, you know, when you have that 
when you have that anchor at left tackle, it just makes things easier elsewhere around the offensive line, and it's going to be uh, a challenge to replace Tyron Smith because there's not a whole lot of good left tackles just uh, just hanging around the NFL for uh, for the Cowboys to pick up. So it's a devastating blow for Dak and the Cowboys in the offense, right? Yeah, it is. I mean, look, it, losing one guy in the offensive line is not doesn't mean the whole season's gone, but it just it makes it more difficult. You know, I think offensive line building is about having fewer weaknesses. You know, kind of avoiding weaknesses, not necessarily having elite players, uh, but when you have an elite player, it makes up for other weaknesses as well. And uh, you know, the Cowboys come in with questions at left guard, questions at right tackle after losing two starters there, and now you just have another question mark at, at left tackle. So. Three out of five is not a good place to, to have uncertainty on the offensive line. Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com. He joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line uh, as the season is, uh, well, two weeks away from tonight. I think I have that right. So that's a, that's a good thing. Um, all right, Jimmy Garoppolo, what, what's going on here? What, what, what do you think shakes out? And what do you think the timeline is, Steve? I mean, it's got to be somewhat soon. You know, the Niners, I think the Niners want the money freed up so that they can do other stuff, you know, with the current roster as far as Nick Bosa extensions and various things like that. But um, there's just not a market for Jimmy Garoppolo to start it. And so I think that that ship has sailed. You know, that, that explored, you know, with the Panthers or Seattle or whatever it might have been back, you know, before the draft. But I think it's, you know, probably Garoppolo gets released and some team picks him up and he becomes a backup somewhere else for a team that might want to explore, you know, what what Garoppolo would be as a starter for a year. You know, if they have a, a weak uh, a weak starter or um, just want to have more insurance or whatever it might be. So, yeah, I think, you know, it's got to come to a head pretty soon here, but I don't think there's a market for as far as trades go. Okay. And then... All right, if you had to guess, where does he go? I mean, initially I thought Seattle made sense, but I don't know. They seem, you know, Geno Smith's playing well. They seem like they're locked into this Geno Smith versus Drew Locke competition. You know, Carolina, was again, was a place, but they already got Baker Mayfield. I don't know where a good spot is. I think it's, you know, would the Giants take a look just to see, hey, you know, we're not sold on Daniel Jones, but we could have Garoppolo potentially as... Uh, you know, maybe Garoppolo becomes the future in, in New York, and you know they don't have to draft somebody, so they might might want to get a look at him in the new offense. I, you know, depending on what we thought with Zach Wilson, uh, if he was really hurt, Garoppolo would have been a fit there with the Jets. And then the Browns, of course, are interesting, depending on how much they want to salvage this season. If they say, "Hey, Jimmy G's a big upgrade to Jacoby Brissett," let's get him in for those eleven games that Deshaun Watson is suspended and. You know, try to try to make a playoff run with him because I think Garoppolo would be an upgrade over Jacoby Brissett. Two teams, but nothing where he's just you know handed uh, a starting spot or anything like that. I, I, let's go to Baker Mayfield. What what are your expectations from Baker Mayfield as the starter for the Carolina Panthers in the Saints division? I don't want to have to predict anything Baker Mayfield's going to do. <laughs> nothing makes sense with Baker Mayfield, but. I'm in, I'm intrigued by the the playmakers that they have in Carolina. Uh, uh, they've they've built a pretty decent receiving core. Robbie Anderson had a rough season last year, but I think in part Baker's aggressiveness will play well with that group. Um, 
for him, it comes down to that offensive line. Just like we're talking about with Dallas, Carolina has improved. They've gotten better on the offensive line, but they, man, they just uh, still have question marks. You know, they still have, uh, you know, a rookie, Ikki Ikwanu, who's struggling in pass protection so far in the preseason. Questions at center, at left guard, basically the whole left side of the line. Right tackle, right guard looks solid. So it really depends on that line. But DJ Moore is really good. And Robbie Anderson can be rejuvenated. And Baker's old friend, Richard Higgins, is there. Terrace Marshall's pretty solid. So I think they've got some guys to play to, uh, to, uh, to throw to. It's just going to be a matter of that line. And if Baker can finally show that he might not, that he's not just a product of those around him, that he can elevate what they have there in Carolina because they have a pretty good young defense, like what they're doing there, but it'll come down to that offensive line playing a lot better than they did last year. Sure. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. He is Steve Palazzolo, pro football focus, and he joins us on the Yingling. Lager guest line. Speaking of the NFC South and the New Orleans Saints, um, I, do you have Tampa Bay winning it, and and they're your favorite by several miles, or do you think that this will be really tight and go all the way down to the wire in December for the NFC South? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the Bucks are the better team, but the Saints are close. I mean, the, the Saints have a chance to make a run. The Bucks have a rough schedule. As well, they're playing that first place schedule, so you know they get they get the Packers and they get the Rams and they get a lot of good teams. Uh, even early on, you see them play the Chiefs in their in their crossover game. So that's where the that's what, what the NFL does, right? It's like you know we'll we'll offset things a little bit with the schedule, makes it a little bit harder to dominate year in year out. And then with the Saints, I think they have a chance. You see that Saints defense a couple times a year where they just are just so good and, and shut down on the back end. I think they have the ability to do that again, even playing in a dome, which is not good for playing defense. I think the Saints have the ability to have one of the best defenses in the league. Just They've got that, um, just the, the length and everything that they have on the offensive line, with uh, defensive line with Marcus Davenport, Cameron Jordan, but um, secondary with Marshawn Lattimore and Paulson Adebo stepping up, Bradley Roby still there bringing Tyron Matthew to replace Marcus Williams. They've made a lot of good moves, uh, you know, maneuvering the salary cap. So I think the defense is going to be really good in New Orleans. And then you get the the offense with Michael Thomas coming back, drafting Chris Olave, and it comes down to what is Jameis going to be. And it looked like maybe he was going to take care of the ball a little bit better in the New Saints offense. If he does that, they're a dangerous team. They're a sleepy, dangerous team because you don't have Drew Brees, you don't have Sean Payton, 
but a lot of the foundation is still there for the Saints, and it's not a deep NFC. So I think the Saints can can make a run, and you know, probably be within a couple games of the Bucks. I think in the South. Oh, you just got Houdat Nation a little woolly. So uh, there you go, Steve Palazzolo, PFF dot com, on the Out of Bounds show, and uh, still believes that the Saints have some juice in them and uh, could make some noise this year. Who do you like to come out of the NFC this year? You know, I think the the usual suspects. I mean, I would probably pick the Bucks at this point, but um, I think the Packers take a step back. I think the Rams are very much in the mix. The, the 49ers feel like the, the darling pick for, for teams be, or for people just because you – a lot of people are going to see an upgrade over Jimmy Garoppolo with, with Trey Lance coming in at quarterback and what they can do with him and the incredible playmakers that they have. That defense really came uh, came through that, down the stretch there for the Niners. So I think it's I think it's that top heavy that group. Uh, but right now I I pick the box and think you know assuming Tom Brady is still Tom Brady that they've got as as good a shot as any team you know right there with probably the Rams as far as coming out of the NFC. Uh, so, are you confident that Trey Lance will be more productive than Jimmy Garoppolo in San Francisco? Yeah, yeah, I think he will be for two reasons. You know, the, his rushing ability. Uh, again, assuming that Kyle Shanahan like, leans into that a little bit, Trey Lance is going to put defenses in a bind because he is a very good runner. He's a very good designed runner, so that's going to open up some free plays. And then Trey Lance's ability to just flip the football field with, with big-time throws. You know, Jimmy Garoppolo did not have that ability. Jimmy Garoppolo had one of our lowest big-time throw rates, one of the lowest uh, average depths of target, but he still led the league in yards per attempt. So essentially he's throwing the ball short, but creating big plays. To me, that, that means that the offense is doing it. That means that the playmakers, the, the play caller, they're creating the big plays. So you have Trey Lance, if he just hits one more big-time throw per game, you know, impact on that offense and, you know, the ability to just legitimately flip the field in a way that Jimmy Garoppolo didn't have that. I think that might offset some of the year one starting growing pains that Trey Lance might have throwing the ball into coverages and all that stuff because Garoppolo was doing that last year too. And, you know, he was a veteran. So I think there could be some ups and downs for Trey Lance, but I think the high end plays that he brings to the table combined with how they've built that offense with Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, and all these dudes who are just tough to cover, I think that's going to create an incredible offense in San Francisco. And, you know, Trey Lance's skill set, I think, is going to help make that work. How big of an impact – let's talk Tennessee Titans, and they lose A.J. Brown from here. Uh, how, How big of an impact is that on the Tennessee Titans offense and Tannehill I think it's big I'm I'm a big believer as you know the having that elite number one wide receiver I think that guy just makes everything better for the rest of the team it makes every it makes every other receiver better it makes everyone else's role a little bit easier um, I did get to see the Titans in uh, joint practice against the Bucks, and I thought the passing offense was a lot better than I expected. They were they were doing a nice job against the Bucks defense and creating some plays down the field and everything. I think Nick Westbrook Akina is a guy that is going to have to step up. He's the he's the receiver opposite Robert Woods right now because they drafted Traylon Burks in the first round. Doesn't look like he's going to be making that immediate impact necessarily. Um, he's certainly not directly replacing A.J. Brown at the moment. So you've got a Westbrook Akina who's just 
just a name at this point, but you know, an impressive player when I'm watching live, whatever that's worth. So I think they'll be able to manufacture some stuff offensively as far as the pass game goes. But I always reference when with AJ Brown, it's his ability to take a you know a little ten yard pass, and before you know it, it's a fifty yarder or an eighty yarder in his case a couple times, or the game against the Ravens where he forced eight missed tackles on just two receptions and just willed the Titans to win. I think wow. that's what has made the Titans special over these last couple of years. Is you have a an AJ Brown or a Derrick Henry who, who can just take over the game at some point. The, these dudes who can just just take it over. And I think losing one hurts. You know that could affect one or two games per year as far as just straight wins and losses. So um, it's tough to rule out Vrabel and what he's done with Tennessee. Sure. They had so much turnover last year, so many injuries. They they had people that regular fans have never heard of playing for them, and they were the number one seed. So I'm not going to doubt the Titans, but I do think A.J. Brown just has such a massive impact on that entire offense, and they'll feel it this year. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He is Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com. He joins us on the Yingling Lager uh, guest line. So, who do you like in the NFC East? The Eagles or the Cowboys? I'd still probably give the slight edge to the Cowboys, but that's dwindling. You know, this, wow. this whole offseason, I, I I do think most teams come out of the offseason feeling good. You know, we added this, we added that, we made these replacements, whatever it is. The Cowboys are probably one of those few teams where it's like, man, we had far more losses than, than gains. You know, you lose Amari Cooper and you lose Connor Williams and Lyle Collins and Randy Craig Gregory. And now, if you lose Tyron Smith, you know we lose him for, you know, a, a period of time. That's tough to overcome. You know that that is very difficult to overcome. And we haven't seen Dak with really good playmakers. You know, top five group of playmakers. We haven't seen him without that type of group in, in four years. You know, basically since two thousand uh, eighteen or middle of two thousand eighteen. So uh, that is a big question mark in Dallas. I'd still give them maybe the slight edge. You know, that defense has to step up. And they're special with Micah Parsons. And they've got some players there, but uh, Philadelphia's. The other, the other way, you know, because they added A.J. Brown and a Jordan Davis in the draft, and uh, they might be able to win through the pass game a little bit more than they did last year. And They stole uh, James Bradbury, you know, after free agency, after the draft, and to play cornerback opposite Darius Slay. 
the Eagles have these other moves that all feel like, hey, they got better. So I could see people trending in that direction, saying, "Yeah, you know, the Eagles are, are hot right now. They're they're a better team." But I, I give the Cowboys the slight edge. But I would say the Eagles absolutely gaining on them. While you know you got the Giants and the Commanders still kind of in rebuilding mode, and they'll be somewhat competitive. But I don't think they're winning the division this year. <laughs> okay, uh, let's go to the New England Patriots. What do you make of what they're doing as far as Belichick and and his staff, um, he's got a couple of kids, a couple of sons on the staff. Um, there's been a lot of talk on who the whole play calling by committee. Do you think that's BS or do you think there's something to that? Are you eye rolling a lot of this and, and media is just talking about something, trying to get to the games? Where are you with, with the New England Patriots right now, Steve? I think it's a significant story just because it's it's different and it's it's not what the Patriots have done in the past. Bill Belichick has had what three offensive play callers since Tom Brady was drafted, I and mean, we went from Charlie Weiss to, to Bill O'Brien to Josh McDaniels, uh, or sorry, Josh McDaniels, then Bill O'Brien back to Josh McDaniels. I mean, it's, and it's been the same offense, the same offense uh, verbiage wise, you know, since two thousand. Um, and all of a sudden, this offseason, you're bringing in Metcalf plays, you know, Joe Judge, mixing it up, all this stuff. And they're supposedly running a new offense. It's more zone blocking. It's just, it's a whole new deal. And whether that's just to build around Mac Jones or it's just because that's how they want to do it and Josh McDaniels is gone, I don't know. But it is kind of a significant story because the Patriots have never really changed their offense. They've, they've added to it. They've pulled from different parts of the playbook, but it's been the same base playbook essentially for 20 years so i think there's some significance there um and and i think with belichick because the patriots have had so so much success they're getting pulled everywhere they you know they lost nick casario two years ago as gm and dave ziegler's now a gm with uh with the raiders so their front office is getting depleted too not that this didn't happen years ago but i think belichick always kind of had the next man up i think he's just running out of next men up he's running out of the next guy to replace the people that are getting plucked uh, around the league so they're getting creative they're trying something a little bit new and um, I think they'll be a, a solid team again but yeah that that game day communication between offensive coordinator and QB and all that stuff that that Josh McDaniels was so good at I mean that's that's a major question mark I think for the Patriots going into the season well, where do you have the New England Patriots in the AFC East? Do you have them behind the Bills or behind the Bills and the Dolphins? Probably, I think they're going to compete with the Dolphins for for second place there, much like last year. You know that that nine eight to ten win range. I think mm-hmm. you know that the AFC is going to beat each other up. There's a lot of good reports already coming out of Miami that Tyreek Tyree Kill's having an impact and two is looking good and all that stuff. I wouldn't be surprised if the Dolphins are the but the Patriots again, they're solid. They're solid across the board, roster wise. My question is more on the defensive side of the ball. Really, um, they have offensive question marks. They've looked bad in camp, New England at times. But um, the defense is going to have just as many questions as well because the secondary is pretty much just just not what they usually trot out there in New England. So I think they're a middle of the pack AFC team and probably competing for second in the East. And you know, like any season, comes down to a few breaks here and there, a few late game decisions and plays that'll determine whether it's you know a 10 or 11 win team or, or 7 or 8 win team all right let's talk dolphins and uh mr roll tide to a tonga valoa uh are you are you buying are you sold 
that Tua can have a breakout year and be a starter in the league the next seven to ten years? I mean, I'm buying that he'll be better statistically. I'm not necessarily buying that we're going to say, hey, this is the Tua that a lot of people expected coming out and he's going to be this you know franchise guy that you want to build around. I think you're going to see a, a good play caller or a good offensive system there. You're sure. going to see just the speed that they have with Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell. We'll see if they keep Mike Gesicki. He might be on the trading block, but, man, he is a mismatch weapon. If they choose to use him, doesn't fit the offense perfectly, but he's a mismatch weapon. So all of these things that they've added, it's going to create offense. It's going to create uh, big plays, and I think the stats are going to look much better for Tua. But even that, that's going to come down to, all right, you're creating the, you're, you're in a 30-24 to 24 game against the Bills. You still need to put together a final drive, and you still got to make these big boy throws in the pocket. Can you do it? Um, and, you know, two is similar to Jimmy Galopolo for me so far in the NFL where there's just not a lot of those flip-the-field type of plays. Now, maybe Tyreek Hill opens that up, and, and that is the difference, but Tua has been mostly short and intermediate game. He's got to figure out how to create some better big plays down the field. So that's where if he's lacking still and just relying on his playmakers, that there's, there'll still be something missing there, but I think the Dolphins' offense is going to be much better. They'll be competitive, and... Um, yeah, the, the narrative, I think, will at least change on Tua because the stats are going to look much better this year. All right, last one. I've got a minute. Uh, Steve Palazzolo on the Out of Bounds show. Uh, Blake's coming in hot. He wants me to ask you this. Does Mahomes get exposed without Tyreek Hill? I don't want to overreact to the preseason, but Mahomes, Mahomes looks great uh, without Tyreek Hill. And they're, they're running with full – they're pulling fullbacks out and everything. I, I, you still have Andy Reid. You still have – Decent enough playmakers. Travis Kelsey there. I don't think Mahomes is going to have a bad season at all. But there'll be times where it feels like you miss him. You know, they might be limited as far as the big plays that they can create. And I think the Chiefs are going to miss Tyreek Hill. So Mahomes, yeah, takes a bit of a step back, but he's not all of a sudden this middle of the pack type of quarterback. He's still still an elite guy. So exposed, I think, would be a little bit strong for Mahomes. Okay. Uh, Ten seconds. The Pittsburgh Steelers go what? Life after oh, nine and eight because Mike Tomlin's there and he always or eight yeah you know, he can't have a losing record so it's got to be nine and eight 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 and one we'll say the Steelers okay all right well um this was good this was good this was like a thirty two ounce uh, porterhouse uh, for the NFL and uh, we're excited are you are you fired up man yeah I mean I'm ready for regular season action preseason like. Good little taste and all, but I'm ready. I'm ready for two weeks from now. All right. I'm ready for some list- college football, too, before that. Oh, I am, too. I, 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 I am, too. Blake can't wait for Vanderbilt, Hawaii, this weekend. All right, dude, uh, be good, and, and we'll talk next week, okay? All righty. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. See you, man. Steve Palazzolo, NFL Insider, Senior Analyst, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com. He joined us on the Yingling Lager Guest Line. We are live from Raggio Mercantile Shop in Raymond, Mississippi on the square. And uh, it is the Mercantile for Gentlemen, the ultimate guy store that doesn't exist anywhere in our area. And dub season is around the corner. Raymond, it's closer than you think. And it is a beautiful store, and he's got his custom call shop in the back. It's awesome. 
Come see him in the next week or two. You're listening to ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Hi, this is Will Friedle. In a world that sometimes feels uncertain, where communities can be disconnected, there are beacons of hope in your neighborhood. Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network. They believe that the people living all around you are your best bet at creating meaningful social bonds and preparing you for the next big weather event. Whether it's lending a helping hand to a neighbor in need or standing together in times of natural disaster, Neighbor to Neighbor empowers you to grow your community. Visit caneighbors.com to learn how you can help build a more connected community. Neighbor to Neighbor. It takes a neighborhood. Hi, this is Dr. Joy. In a world that sometimes feels uncertain, where communities can be disconnected, there are beacons of hope in your neighborhood. Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network. They believe that the people living all around you are your best bet at creating meaningful social bonds and preparing you for the next big weather event. Whether it's lending a helping hand to a neighbor in need or standing together in times of natural disaster, Neighbor to Neighbor empowers you to grow your community. Visit caneighbors.com to learn how you can help build a more connected community. Neighbor to Neighbor. It takes a neighborhood.